Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Sisters in Service. I am your host, Kat Corchado. Today, I am interviewing Marie Celestin, also known as the Sacred Self-Care Goddess and Wellness Coach. She's also a number one best-selling author of her book, One Habit to Thrive in a Post-COVID World. Marie, welcome to Sisters in Service. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me, Kat. You're so welcome. So I met Marie in a clubhouse room. And for for those of you that don't know, Marie's not a veteran. However, she is a wellness person. So even veterans need wellness and health and all of that stuff that makes us and keeps us healthy. I wanted to have her on the show to talk about wellness. Now I could, but you know, it's just better when it comes from someone else. You know, you're like, oh, she's saying it. It's kind of like, you know, when your mom says to brush your teeth and then someone says, someone else says brush your teeth and you do it because they said it and not because your mom said it. So I'm so glad to have you, Marie. You help women, stressed out women, put themselves first, correct? Yes, I do. And, you know, one of the reasons is because I was that woman. So, you know, recently I started remembering how, you know, there was a time in my life I was laid off. I was working in healthcare and the place where I was working, I came in one day, I got laid off. I was a new mom. My son was barely two mm. and I didn't have a job. And of course I started stressing out because how am I going to feed him? Where's the money coming from? And so when you have that level of stress and then you have a little one to care for, like yes. it doesn't take much to turn your world upside down. And so stress no, was literally. It's, you can almost of- feel it. It's like it's on top of you. You know, but as women, we're so used to putting everyone and everything in front of us, you know, the kids, the house, the job, the this, the that, the, you know, and then by the time you get to you, it's 11 o'clock at night and you're like, okay, do I do mindfulness or do I go to bed? I'm going to bed. And then the cycle repeats. So tell me how you get women to turn that around. How do you get them to start thinking of themselves first? To me, it starts with conversation because a lot of time, I don't want to start with judgment because even for me, I didn't know any better. I grew up in families of women workers. Of course. Work. We all, most, most of us all. did. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm the daughter of a, I'm a, the daughter of a Haitian immigrant. And so I grew up with women having multiple jobs. And so a lot of time it's through the conversation when we talking to each other around the kitchen table or around mm-hmm. the water cooler at work. And you start hearing conversation like, oh my God, I just crashed. I got home. I cooked. And we always have multiple shifts. Even if we have two jobs, we get home. And you have multiple things to do. Oh, so yeah. If you I don't have four jobs, then you're not working. No, you're not living, you're not <laughs> Just like, and, and depending on the age of the kids or if you caregivers also with older parents, it's mm-hmm. even there is no sleep until no. like and I was I told someone recently, like, just because you close your eyes doesn't mean you're sleeping. That's like, you true. Literally passed out. Right. So we started having those conversations. It was more. OK, so what are you doing? Um, and women would always share, like, I'm so stressed out. Oh, they don't say anything. I didn't mm-hmm. say anything when I was dealing with all this stuff. I kept it all. And mm-hmm. if you knew, you knew. But there was a shame about not being able to hold it all together. Right. So if I say something, exactly. you weak, you should be able to do this. My mother did it. Her mother did it. And you just have one child and you barely can like do X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, it's not just that we have so much going on. So through that first conversation, I'm just asking, like, 
you know, what's stressing you out and being mm-hmm. open enough to share, like, I don't have the time. And even if you have family around, they're not really helping with anything or there's no one to listen to. Like I had a talk with someone I just met online and she's like, I can never have a conversation with anyone where it's just about me. So right. our conversation was just about her. Nothing more. How is your day? How are you mm-hmm. feeling? Like she never has that conversation where, especially if you're the strong one, like right. if you're the strong one, you're the one who's always listening. Always well, most doing, women always are, listening. you know, most yep. women are. I mean, we, we grow up. And so the, remember they, they talked about, oh, multitasking, it's not good, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But I feel like we're forced into that multitasking. Like we have no choice but to multitask. So how can you now tell us, um, okay, well, you're not supposed to multitask when that's what we were grown up to, you know, we saw our mothers do it and then we're doing, we're thinking, yeah, we're getting it done. You know, we're, we're, you know, we have a job and and we're getting the frying the bacon and putting it in the pan and getting it done and all this other stuff. And then we're exhausted. And by the time the kids are grown, you have no, you have no energy for you ever, yeah. you know, it's like me, what are you talking about? Who, who has time to talk to me? So where do you start with a woman? You know, if you, you know, do you just start with a conversation and you kind of pick up little things when you're talking to them or how does that conversation start? Like when someone reaches out to you, why are they reaching out to you? They're reaching out because let's say they're seeing me online or somebody says, so one of the things I'm always reminding women is to take a break. Like, we don't know what it means to just sit still. And that's where the mindfulness come in, where I give literally one thing to do a day where you just take three minutes to just breathe. We think right. we're breathing. Oh, like yeah, we're not. Like, oh, <laughs> I got to wash the dishes. Or if I'm doing a mindfulness exercise, they're thinking about the stuff that didn't get done when they get exactly. here. Exactly. So, one of the options I offer, so I co-created this journaling circle specifically for women to take one hour a week to come together with other women and mm-hmm. literally have a question where you're like, what do you want? And you get to write that for a few minutes. And that one hour is your time and learning. I, I call it MMI, me, myself, and I day, mm-hmm. me, myself, and I hour. And not to feel guilty, not to feel like, oh my God, the world is going to fall apart or the baby is mm-hmm. going to not be able to do anything because you took that one hour and that's all it is. And so I start that way, but also what's your interest? I think a lot of women, I realize when we have in conversation, cannot talk about self without talking about the partners, the baby, exactly the, the anything else but self. So when I ask the question about what brings you joy, what makes you happy, what do you enjoy to do? Or what did you enjoy to do before mm-hmm. all that came along? Like a lot of women were doing so many amazing creative things. And now it's almost like, who am I outside of these people? Like when I right. ask, what do you enjoy? So if somebody took the kids out and your partner is away, Mm-hmm. What do you do? I have women who decide I'm going to clean the house or they don't know what to do with themselves. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm supposed to be doing something, yeah, vacuum cleaning or something. Like, That's what you went to do. Nobody's here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you better turn into like your inner child and mm-hmm. just like run, you know, do something, anything but work. Right. And so that's the challenge. I think it's really rediscovering, like mm-hmm. even for myself, like, what do you enjoy when you're not working? Yeah, I know some people will say, many of us, women included, I love what I do. I love giving and helping people. But I'm like, mm-hmm. so if everyone is okay, and when everyone is okay, or they have their own lives, because the babies will have their own lives. Of course. The and then lives. what? <laughs> what, 
what are you going to do? Right. And so that's the conversation to we discover it, but we discover it mm-hmm. without judgment because again, nobody's teaching us. Nobody taught me and be like, it's okay to sit down. Like women feel guilty just sitting still on a weekend, not having to run around. So the, the idea that we need to always be doing as a mom, you know, I remember this was years ago, but this woman came on TV and she said she was being chastised because she said, I don't want to be a mom today. Now she didn't say Mm. she wanted, she didn't want to be a mom at all. She just said, I just want to break. I just don't want to, you know, and I thought we're not allowed to even say that we're supposed yes. to want to be a mom and do all the moms. And we do most days we do, but there are days when you're just like, can someone just come in and take that part for me <laughs> to just, you know, get the kids lunches, get them off to school, you know, so I could have a me day, you know, and I think that's important. And then I was also in a group and this was kind of quite, quite a few years ago where you had to, like you talked about writing a list, but you could not mention your kids. You could not mention housework. You could not mention your husband. You couldn't mention anything that had anything to do with anything outside of you. So this was all about you. What do Mm -hmm. you, what would you like to, if you had 24 hours, what would you do with those 24 hours? You don't know how hard that is for some women. Like we are in our journaling group every week, even what do you want? And they're like today, like this, mm-hmm. year, like in my lifetime. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. if you had free range today, and I said you have the whole day to yourself, everything else is taken care of. Care of kids could be at school, mm-hmm. your partner is somewhere. And the interesting thing is, we look at other people with zero guilt. Like we may have a partner who go out, do their thing. I don't know what they do: fishing, yes. golfing, hang out with yes. friends. They're not even giving you a second thought. They nope. are in that moment. And that's mindfulness mm-hmm. where you can be in the moment and not worried about the dishes, not worried about the thing you didn't do last night mm-hmm. or even last week. I'm like, we thinking about last week in this moment. Mm-hmm. So also being together, I think seeing other women do it for me, give mm-hmm. me permission that it's okay if I just lay down. Like napping has become a thing for mm-hmm. me during the pandemic because I will wait until I'm exhausted and crash. Like I'll lay yes. down thinking I'm trying to get my son to sleep and I fall asleep first. Because right. <laughs> You're like, wait, this is backwards. <laughs> I am so tired. And you just lay down and you, your body also, yeah. we don't listen to our bodies. We yeah. wait until we get a disease or an illness. Or and that, that exactly. And then lack of sleep and pushing yourself so hard is when you start to get ill mm-hmm. and things start to happen right. um, that you don't want. But I think also we have to get our significant others to step up to the plate and say, I'm going to go over here. You're on kid watch today. Right. Yeah. I'll be back. You know? And they're like, well, when we're like, well, when I get back, you know, or just being, you know, there are times when my husband's like, well, aren't you going to do this? You know, like it might be washing the dishes. And I'm like, not right now. Well, (laughs) I think learning, learning how to say that and let that stand, right? Yeah. And, and also sometimes to not having that explanation because we already feel exactly. guilty for the person asking like for help. And you don't do it mm-hmm. often. This is the thing too that shocks mm-hmm. me where it's like you do it all the time, right? all the time. And I do think having a partner or even a friend, like right now what I've created and I would recommend for others too, like for certain things, I have certain specific sisters in my life where I can say, okay, if I'm feeling this way to be able to say, 
Mm -hmm. I'm in pain or someone in my life to say, you need to go lay down. Mm -hmm. So I have different people where they're like, oh, did you eat today? So these are the Mm -hmm. things I find myself to be that friend, Mm -hmm. that coach to remind you. Like I I messaged one of my clients and I said, I know it's 7 p.m. I know you're still in front of your computer right now. I know. (laughs) He's like, how did you know? I'm like, I know you have not shut off the clock. And you're done working at five or six. And yet you got to power down. Yeah. There's no switch, especially in the pandemic. Many of us are working from home. We homeschooling. Kids are there. We're taking care of older parents. The pets are home. Everyone mm-hmm. is under one roof. And so you don't have a break. And so I'm teaching these women to sort of schedule it. Mm-hmm. So schedule the time. So whether it's like in the morning, I do a lot of things before my son wake up. And so if it's at 6 a.m. or earlier, mm-hmm. if you're an early bird, I schedule those first 30 minutes to be me. Oh, I'm not yeah. saying take the whole day. Because when it's quiet. Like, oh, Nothing's Nothing. happening. There's no traffic. There's no noise. It's all quiet. I can hear my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Anything. And you don't get this mama, 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 like 10 mm-hmm. times, like somebody's mm-hmm. calling you and you're able to just be right mm-hmm. to just, you could be looking out. And sometimes women think I'm going to give them a specific thing to do. And the goal is sometimes to do nothing, like literally just be able to be still. Right. You can put some music on. You mm-hmm. can just. Um, look out. Sometimes it's nice in the morning. Like you can see the birds. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, why am I just sitting st-? and get used to mm-hmm. it? Make it a habit. And so I started doing that. Um, even on clubhouse, like we, we created this called me moments. Mm-hmm. So every morning at 9am Eastern time, 6pm, um, 6am PST, mm-hmm. we come together literally for 15 minutes. We get to share, what are you grateful for? Mm-hmm. And what are your intentions for one intention? Not 100 things you're going to do. Today. Right. One thing. Just one like- thing. And it could be small. It doesn't have to be huge. Exactly. You know, um, people think, oh, it's got to be a big thing. Not necessarily. I always tell people I'm, I always want to be grateful for those things that, that don't, that you can't buy with money, Mm -hmm. you know, like my health. Yes. You know, you can't buy health, you know, that type Mm -hmm. of thing. But here's a question for you. So I was a single parent when I was in the military and single parenthood is difficult, you know, on so many levels. But also, you know, when your friends are out partying because they don't have kids and you have a child, sometimes you don't have that supporting network. So what would you tell a woman who's a single parent who doesn't have those supportive friends? What would you tell her ab- about stress and, and what to how to incorporate some things to help her alleviate, you know, that feeling of o- being overwhelmed? Because you know, you're overwhelmed as soon as you say single parent mm-hmm. that, you know, overwhelmed is right on the side of after parent <laughs> in parentheses. Yeah. So what would you tell a single parent who is struggling to make it work, you know, and doesn't feel like she has time for her? Where would you start with her? What would you tell her to do? Yeah. You know, I've been thinking about that question a lot, partly because I was thinking, what would someone say to me literally a decade ago when I was mm-hmm. in that situation? Because I I don't think we hear it. Like sometimes I'm even afraid to use the word self-care because it the moment you say that someone it sounds selfish, doesn't it? Does. It sounds selfish. Right. Yeah. And so I think for that woman, I think it's really just take starting small with that 10 minutes. So when mm-hmm. you get home, you don't need to dive into doing. Like that 10 minutes when you just, you can sit down and 
take a breath and just be right. able to be still. Like it doesn't, right. like you were saying, it doesn't have to be something magical. I'm going to say mm-hmm. like, oh no, don't do anything at all for eight hours. No, like that first minute you can sit, gather your thoughts, breathe and be like, okay, what am I going to do next? And, and then you can start doing because right. I know I can't stop us from doing. And so those little ones, but even scheduling a time, like I think also relationships, I realized I didn't have so many girlfriends around to say, hey, can you come over and like for an hour and then I'm going to go here. Like mm-hmm. I literally had to practice leaving my son mm-hmm. like, during while well, I was on leave because I'm like, how am I going to leave this house? Like I couldn't even leave. So I had to prepare myself to leave the house when right. I was going back to work. And so those things where you schedule little um, activities for yourself where you say, you know what, I'm just going to go, you know, some of us, if you live in a safe place, you can go for a walk just to clear your head and say, mm-hmm. oh, with my son, I do everything with my son. And mm-hmm. so during the pandemic, like we even started, that's how I started the whole plant and gardening together because I'm mm-hmm. like, I couldn't just leave him or I couldn't mm-hmm. just, I don't have anyone to say, hey, come and take. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're like, uh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's- so, yep. And a lot of activities, like we started doing a lot of stretching together. Like I would put a video mm-hmm. on we'll do those things together, but also I wanted him to learn. It's okay to have time where you don't do nothing. There's no homework. I'm not telling yes. you. And so teaching our children, that is so important because mm-hmm. he's watching me and I'm always going and always doing, mm-hmm. um, and I do take him everywhere. So if I'm going yeah. to a fair, if I'm going to a speaking engagement, if I'm going to where I work, he's seen me in multiple spaces and mm-hmm. how I'm, I'm navigating life. Mm-hmm. And so I think for these women, it's to really think, and then is there something you do or you just don't think about those things? Like mm-hmm. do you enjoy writing? Are you, do you enjoy painting or just scribbling? Do you have some arts and crafts mm-hmm. stuff you do? And then there are some women who do enjoy doing stuff in the house. So for them, mm-hmm. they might be like, girl, just cleaning does clear my head. I'm not that person. <laughs> I just- well, I think sometimes just, you know, like having like do using the vacuum cleaner. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes not having your brain engaged mm-hmm. feels good because yeah. you don't have to think about pushing the vacuum. You know, you just do it. Do it. Yeah. You know, or again, I'm not, I'm not a, Ask my husband. I hate cleaning. He thinks I should like it, but I don't. Um, <laughs> I do it because you're, you know, you have to do it. But there are times when, you know, just cleaning the bathroom, and I don't have, to, you know, I put on some music and, and I just go for it, you know, because I don't have to think about it. I it right. makes it. I my brain can disengage, and mm-hmm. I can just do these mind. They're not mindless, but I don't have to think about what I'm doing. I'm just doing it, right. you know. Yeah. I was talking to someone and I've been since COVID, I've really upped my meditation game. I've gotten more into aromatherapy, into crystals, stuff like that, because I feel like that's where I'm moving towards, um, even in my, you know, my health and wellness background. But, and I've had people who say, oh, I just can't meditate. I just can't turn off my brain. Well, you're not supposed to turn off your brain. That's, that's not the point. Right. And they said, well, I can't sit there for an hour. And I'll say, try five minutes. And if a thought comes in your brain, it's almost like, you know, you see those advertisements on a truck, you know, the truck passes by mm-hmm. it's like on a truck and it's passing through your brain. You're like, I'll get to you in a second. Yeah. Thank you for showing that to me mm-hmm. and keep it moving. So I started off with literally 15 minutes, which was difficult. And then I'm now up to like 30, 40 minutes, not every day, not every day, 
but I do at least 15 minutes every day, whether it's in the morning, at night, maybe a combination of both, but it's, it's just learning something different. Cause you know, something's wrong. You know, that you're stressed, you know, that you're not sleeping. You just, you have to start somewhere, you know, you start with something you're like, okay, I'm not sure this is for me, but keep, keep looking. Don't just stop. You know, um, I wanted to also ask you about what types of conditions, if any, have you seen increase because of COVID? So Mm. prior to COVID, you know, yeah, we were stressed, we're overworked, we're not sleeping, but have you seen that increase since COVID? Since COVID. I mean, for me, I think the condition got worse. So for me, a lot of what's happening and during the pandemic, I call them pre-existing. They were pre-COVID, pre-pandemic. And like you, I literally up my game with meditation. Like it took me a while too, because I feel like I really think I could be like the queen or even the goddess of like, I can do multiple things. Mm -hmm. I can be talking to you and I'm still doing this, but meditation, I find doing that at night and in the morning Mm -hmm. truly centers me, but very short one. So I do Mm -hmm. an app, find it online, find it on an app. And I... Mm -hmm schedule it. It's like 10 minutes. We are done. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to come longer. And when it stops, I stop. Or sometimes mm-hmm. I do it with one song. Like music has really helped me. Well, oh, we yeah. play the same song over and over. And I know that's the song that lifts my spirit or lifts my yes. energy. Oh, but yeah. The one I see the most, I would say some people don't even name it, right? So depression mm-hmm. is one. We already isolated, but some of the people isolate themselves more. Right. Um, pain, like pain everywhere like whether it's more migraines or more back pain shoulder pains or like there's so much and so much going on going on where sometimes we think it's something else like oh let me get Mm -hmm. a shot let me get a pill and that's the reason Mm -hmm. I love the idea of making self-care a habit the idea that it's something you can incorporate like a pill is not going to solve it a surgery is not going to solve it it's the habits that we have every day like I used to have migraines like every single day. Like there isn't a day where I'm not in pain. And so sometimes when we talk so much about joy and happiness and self-care, people think like, she's just like skipping along life. And I'm like, I have (laughs) no, (laughs) like everything I do has to be modified and be really intentional and thoughtful. Like I have sciatica in my spine. And so most movement I make, like I have to be careful. I have to be very careful how long or I can just completely get sick. Because you can aggravate it. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why I encourage small steps, like you're saying, in terms of you don't need to jump and start doing an hour of walking when I may not be able to walk again because of medical conditions. And so starting small, and I also have been like literally finding a buddy to do certain things just as a way to keep myself accountable. Sure. So if yeah. I know I'm going to meet you for meditation are we going for a walk sometimes just going to um a department store like you see my craziness with plants if I know they have an interest like oh let's get you a new plant or let's go get a new something you're looking or let's just go coffee mm-hmm. or tea that's where sometimes the conversation come in it helps um, you slow like, down too it does and so I think we keep a lot of things in people think we share everything I'm like oh you don't know yeah so no <laughs> And I'm one of them where it's like, I would have to be really hurt for me to be able to say to you, you know, I'm in in pain right now. And so it's nice to have people around me to look at me and be like, Mm -hmm. something is not right. And I've had that with people where I'm like, I can't wait for them to say, I'm not feeling well. Like I need to be able Mm -hmm. to pick up on what they say and don't say. That's why I listen more than offering any advice in terms of like, do this and do that. And there are some people where 
meditation doesn't work and careful music. And so, but it's still the idea of slowing down even recently. Right. Or even just closing your eyes and just taking, you know, he's like, you think you take deep breaths. Mm. No, you don't. If you're stressed, you're doing total chest breathing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Deep breaths. And I've had people who who have done it three or four times and they're like, oh, I feel lightheaded. And I said, because your brain isn't getting oxygen. That's why, you know, but also, you know, finding those times, you know, like people say, oh, you know, I got to walk the dog. I got to do this. And what I found is, you know, and I used to do the same thing. I'm like, come on, Brady, let's go. You know, got to go walk the dog, but finding some mindfulness while you're walking. You know, it might be looking at the plants or noticing how blue the sky is or, and it sounds stupid. It really does. But I tell you what, when you take your mind off of that and put it in nature, it does something to you. You know, you start to feel yourself calm down or even something as simple as I love the smell of um, aromatherapy. Lavender is my favorite. And I got a diffuser. And I would diffuse the smell of lavender in my office. And it just, Mm -hmm. it's that smell just brings me back home. You know, it just really calms me down. So I wanted to ask you a question about, you say mindfulness is is an intentional practice. Tell our audience about what you mean by that. So for me, it can't be like everything we're doing. If I have time, it's an afterthought. If there's an occasion. So for me, the intention Mm -hmm. is knowing I'm going to practice this every day. I'm going to make the time. Nobody's going to give you time. Nobody's going to be like, you know what, Kat? You need 30 minutes to yourself. Go and do it. So if it's <laughs> intentional, again, we schedule it. I mean, we see people do that with things that they truly enjoy. And that's a priority, like their mm-hmm. shows, their favorite shows. If it's at eight o'clock, you don't show up at 830. <laughs> I mean, even now you can <laughs> no. watch things on demand, but you're like, no, I remember my Thursday night with that lineup <sighs> with like my favorite shows. Yes. Don't call you were me. home. You done everything you needed to do. You were on the couch waiting in front of the TV. (laughs) That is intention. That is intention. Yes. It's a sign of what's important to you. So for me, that's the intention knowing, okay, every morning I'm going to do this for 10 minutes. Every Friday, I'm going to schedule this time for myself. It's non-negotiable. If of course, if there's a crisis, I know us, we're going to step in and fix and help and resolve it. Like we literally, I think all of us are like natural firefighters. We always right. putting a fire out, oh, but yes. <laughs> we don't have a fire every day. So you could right. sit, pick those days. And so for me, I schedule it. So Monday ended up being my mindful Monday. And mm-hmm. I did it on purpose where I would either have a group mindfulness uh, where someone was guiding me, or I know for sure on Mondays, I'm doing my meditation. We right. went from 10 minutes to longer and don't be hard on yourself. Like, again, it's a habit. You haven't been doing it your whole life. So therefore you can't get it done in one day. Right. And so that's the intention. But, you know, the beauty, I know we, we're probably going to talk about the book later, but it's like the idea that, you know, we had the two, you know, genius behind the book, Forbes Riley and Steve Simblis to bring over a hundred people together to say a hundred habits that you can pick and choose, pick one where you're going to say, you know what, I'm going to practice gratitude. My thing is, I think if you're always in a state of gratitude, Mm -hmm. hard to be stressed. If you're always looking for a reason to be grateful Mm -hmm. that we're still living in this pandemic, some of us, we still have our families, we have work that makes us happy. We still have people around us, right? Where we know other people are struggling, they are suffering and they're still in mourning during the pandemic. 
Oh, I yeah. have enough for me to be grateful and say, I have a house over my head. My child is yes. healthy. I'm healthy in spite of all my conditions that I have calms me down versus thinking about like, what's not happening. Um, like one of the things I did during the pandemic, I stopped watching the news consistently. And then I'm like, I wouldn't let him go anywhere because I'm thinking like, he's going to catch something you can't touch. And then you constantly like in a state of crisis. Right. right. And your body respond to that. Anything in your space, because that's the energy mm-hmm. that thinks and anxious. That's the other mm-hmm. thing I think is anxiety became another condition. On another know. level. Anxiety right. went up to a whole new level. And it's not you. It's truly the condition that we are under. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's really asking people to give themselves, grant themselves grace, grant yourself grace that we didn't know what to do. Like for me, I'm like, I can't be hard on myself anymore because I didn't know any better. Now that I know better, and I'm hoping your listeners, now they're hearing from both of us, you now have a little something where you can say, you know what? I heard five things. I'm going to pick one. I'm going to start today. It's it's Just funny walk. you say that because if something doesn't exist on your calendar, if, if it's not on your calendar, it doesn't exist. So don't just say, oh, in my mind. And then you're like, oh, I forgot. Put it on your calendar. You put your, you know, your doctor visits, your kids visits, your dental visits, all of that. You put all of that on your calendar. So put some time for you on your calendar and do it daily. Don't do it every day. Pick a day and start with that. So sometimes we want to go from zero to 50. So I'm in the fitness industry as you know, I do personal training and Pilates and people come in have, having never done either and want to say, oh, I want to do this five days a week. And I'm like, you know what? I would love to take your money, mm-hmm. but no. Okay. Cause you're in two weeks, you're going to hate me. Okay. Well, the body also will. Yeah. I, let's start out with one time a week and then up it from there. So, you know, I always tell people, I said, you didn't learn to drive in a day. And even when you got your driver's license, you weren't good. But oh, through time and practice, you got better. And that's what you have to give these is time mm-hmm. and practice. Yes. And once you do that, then you start to say, wow, maybe I can add another day. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can add, you know, keep the same day, but add a little bit more time, depending on what it is. Yes. So don't be hard on yourself. You know, pick something that, you, you know, you might have to try a, cu- a few things. But then you say, wow, I really like this. Let me, let me stick with this. So let's talk about your book a little bit. Um, What kinds of tips do you give women in your book? So the book has, oh my gosh, we have literally over a hundred. So I'm like 100 plus um, in the book. So so many, I couldn't come up with all the advice. So again, it's, it's one habit press started on this whole mission Mm -hmm. of teaching people one life changing habits. And so by bringing all of us together to sort of share that. So for me, my habit, my chapter was about planting new seeds every day. Mm -hmm. So to me, seeds are habits. So what habit would you like to develop? What habit would you like to plant? And for Mm -hmm. me, I literally share that I was planting seeds every day. So I learned to grow my own food. And that was a habit because I truly panicked during the pandemic when it started. Where I'm like, people, there was no toilet paper. You don't have food. You don't know if you're going to go and there's like stuff. And right. that was the thing where I literally was like, okay, you don't have an excuse in terms of I don't have a yard or I don't have mm-hmm. land. And I'm like, let's experiment. Like, what could I grow if there was no way to go outside that I still have something to feed my baby? And he's like, he right. could eat. And we started doing it together. So for me, that habit was about really getting out of my comfort zone and not mm-hmm. using, not knowing. I've never done this before. Yeah. I'm like, what would you do? And we do very well in a 
panic situation. I'm one of those people when things really are like falling apart, like if the fire alarm goes off, like you want me, like if things. Oh yeah. I'm like that too. And then I fall apart after everything's calmed down. But if they're like, why are you crying now? It's it's already done. I'm like, do this, call this person. And everything is coordinated. I literally build a team and be like, okay, you the babysitter, you coordinate the food delivery, you get this person to do this. And so my practice was really the combination of gratitude daily, mm-hmm. but the idea of planting something every day. And so mm-hmm. even though we're saying to people like, okay, do that one thing once a week. So for me, I literally planted something every day. Like I was able to see green around me without going mm-hmm. outside because I was so yeah. afraid. And so I bought more house plants than I ever bought before. And mm-hmm. it gave me something to care for. And as they were growing yes. up, okay, I think we're going to get out of this. And as I was able to, like, I grow tomatoes and potatoes and mm-hmm. things and see what happened. Because when you plant, and I think what you were saying earlier too, in addition to giving grace and it's patience. Because yes. if I plant a seed today, do I think I'm going to harvest something tonight? <laughs> <laughs> so it's the same with the habits. If you start meditating today, you really think you will have, like, you're going to transform after you've had the old habits, literally your whole life. Mm-hmm. And so it taught me to really slow down. Yes. Because I couldn't rush. We can't rush nature. Like we can't no. be like, oh no, I need, I need to eat this tomorrow. Can you like grow a little faster? So <laughs> it, it taught me. To, and that's what we say to ourselves. Like I'm hungry now. now. Okay. Like, <laughs> I need that potato. I need that right. potato. And it really taught me like literally going back to almost something I didn't even, almost like I'm sure our grandparents you know, and some of, depending on your culture, like, you know, there's a way of waiting and patience and that kind of stuff. And so for me, that was that combination of like, okay, if you don't know what's going to happen, the best way for me to do it is to do it myself. So Mm -hmm. let me grow some, get some seeds. You Mm -hmm. know, I went to the store and again, we did everything together because I couldn't be like, I'm going here. And then my son is somewhere else. Right. I always bring other people in, but also like, how am I teaching that to other people? Because again, Mm -hmm. I'm in the city and people think you need to live in the middle of nowhere to be able to, to grow live. something, yeah. To grow something, to have something mm-hmm. in your house. And I think it's mm-hmm. so calming, especially with anxiety. If you mm-hmm. need something to boost your energy and even in the house, like you mentioned using oil, for example, plants are the best air cleaners. Oh like yeah. They make you they, feel just yes, looking. They, do. they clean the air you breathe. Yeah. And so that was nice to sort of see green in the middle of winter. Like I live... <laughs> I live in New England. And so there's always snow. It's always gray. It's always snowing. It's like, I, I know <laughs> so to create this indoors. And then yeah. when I can go outside, I can go outside, but everything your indoor different. sanctuary with yes. all of your plants. Yeah. It. So yes. I think people can do that too, but I'm hearing a lot of people saying like, I'm going to kill them. I'm going to do this. And again, one day at a time one plant at a time or one mm-hmm. habit at a time. And that's the yeah. goal is like, if it's something you're interested in, just mm-hmm. pick something when you go grocery shopping mm-hmm. or get one seed. And again, I don't need you to start a farm. I don't need you to mm-hmm. start like a whole, like we go from one, like mm-hmm. you said, from zero to like, she wants me to do everything. Mm-hmm. No, one thing. And for it to be a habit, like you said, if you just do it once a month or mm-hmm. every time there's a holiday, or if I have time, that's mm-hmm. not a habit. We need to be able to do it daily for at least 21 mm-hmm. days. And then you, when you're not doing it, it's the same with working out. You couldn't right. get me to work out if my life depended on it. But <laughs> I made the time on Sundays mm-hmm. for 30 minutes only. 
30 yeah. minutes on Zoom with someone mm-hmm. and I show up. When I don't show up, I'm like, I'm supposed to be doing something. I can't stop now because it's part yeah. of my- You have an accountability yeah. person. And some, and now you find that you're walking, even if your accountability partner Doesn't. isn't there, exactly. you know? But yeah. I think you just have to, you know, sometimes when you're talking about stepping out of your comfort zone, and I remember talking to a woman, we were talking about plants. She said, oh, I, I'm not good at planting. I, mm-hmm. I just can't. I kill plants. And I'm like, you're a mom, right? And they, she goes, yeah. I said, your child's still alive, right? <laughs> She's a like, yeah. I said, then planting something isn't half as hard as raising a child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said, if you give one ounce of, of the attention to a plant, that plant's going to thrive. Yeah. You know, and I think also, you know, man, manifesting stuff. So, you know how sometimes you get up in the morning, you know, you stub your toe and then you, you, you know, you stand up, you hit your head and you say to yourself, this is the kind of day I'm having. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you end up having that day. And, and I tend to think of it this way. I tend to think that God is telling me to slow down, take a breath and then say to yourself, okay. And this is what I say. I'm like, okay, I got the message. I got them and I slow down and I end up not having that type of day. Right, right. But when you think about meditation, don't just not think of something, kind of think in your mind where in in a almost like in a movie frame. Like if you're watching a movie of your life and where you wanted it to be five years from now, what would that look like? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you you're you're meditating and you don't even know you're meditating because it's calming you down, you know? Yeah. Um, so where can people find your book? So the book is on Amazon. And so um so literally, if you just type one habit, and so this particular one in the series is called um, One Habit to Thrive in a Post-COVID World. Mm-hmm. So if you type that one, my page is on there. So if you type my name, that's what you're mm-hmm. going to find. Um, and the series is amazing because regardless of the topic we're talking about, habit is everything. Yes. And so also what you just said reminded me also the self-talk. That's the other piece I start with women on mm-hmm. is what you say to yourself. Mm. You know, what you, what you say to yourself all day long, not what other people mm-hmm. are saying, what you say, what you to, say people, to yourself yes. to yourself when no one mm-hmm. is watching is the most, could be the most powerful and the most damaging. Mm-hmm. So that morning when you wake up, and that's why I love starting with gratitude. And I say things that I am not like, oh my God, you, you hate your toes. You so, you know, mm-hmm. you use that word, that negative word mm-hmm. versus like, you know, you made a mistake. This is just now it's temporary. Yeah, it's temporary. And you say, okay, Marie, this is something that just, that has nothing. Like literally it's just stop me. I know. It's like, what are you, what are you doing? Come on now. Right. <laughs> and you know, you just snap out of it. It's almost like you're having this mirror conversation where you're like, right. And also, also sometimes too, would you say that to a friend? Like if a friend mm-hmm. said, girl, I, I woke up and I hit my toe in the, at the edge of the bed, would you say you so blah, blah, blah versus like, oh my mm-hmm. God, you were probably still sleepy. Right. Yeah. So be as kind as we are to other people to us. Exactly. We not like you, mm-hmm. that was an accident. And so I, I come up with affirmation. That's the other big one for me. In terms yes. Of like, yes, I am, you know, I am enough. I am mm-hmm. grateful. I am whole, like those beautiful things, you know, yeah. even on my wall, I'll have words. I am joy. Mm-hmm. I am like the word that really makes you feel mm-hmm. good. I'm energy. I am light. I listen to music that mm-hmm. remind me of those words. And that put I those have. words everywhere. Yes. I, I had a woman who said she wrote them on her bathroom mirror. Yes. 
So every time she got up in the morning, she would see those. All you see. She had them everywhere. She had them on stickies, on her refrigerator, in her planner, you know, to say, yes, I am. (laughs) Again, it's another habit. After a few times of seeing it, you will be saying this to yourself. You'll be like, Kat, you know, you know, you amazing. Mm -hmm. I know I'm awesome. I know. But not just saying it. Mm-hmm. You start believing, believing it. Believing in being. Yes. Believing yes. in being. Because now it's like your mind knows it. Your mind will believe mm-hmm. whatever you tell it. So that's one of the reasons, like, the way we mind your mind is a huge mm-hmm. thing. Like, you mind that first. I know we focus so much on the external, the body. Right. Right. We work out our mind the way we want to work out our bodies because the mind is where it mm-hmm. starts. And so I think those are the pieces, those thoughts Right. earlier with a single mom is what she's thinking about. She becomes the woman who's like, I'm going to kill that plant or I'm going to do this. That's what you will do. And that's how I surprised myself because I've never done all this planting stuff. No one. And now look at you. And I'm like, look at this. You're the so plant cool. mommy now. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, no one can tell me I'm going to, but it doesn't mean one of them right. is not going to like dry up. It's, right. it's not a reflection on me. <laughs> that, yeah. that, that, it happens. And but sometimes I, when you take care of something else, it almost makes you feel better. It's so weird that when you put your mind and body into something else that you're like, wow. And then it starts to thrive and you're like, whoa, I did that. But um, one last question. What are two, two to three top things, easy things for, for someone listening and they're totally understanding that they need to do something, but they don't know what to do. Where, what are two or three top things you would tell someone to, where they could start to, think, for mindfulness? For mindfulness. I, I mm-hmm. do believe in that 10 minute of that moment, that me moment. So some people, you know, again, using mindfulness, so I call it mindfulness, but it could be your me moment in the morning where you take five, 10 minutes and just be with yourself. Okay. Just thinking about nothing. Right. Just be okay. And create that state of gratitude where that's all, that's all Mm -hmm. there is. You don't have to do, you don't have to be mummy or you don't have to be the worker. You don't have to just breathe. Just breathe. That's it. We're giving you one job to do and breathe and be grateful in that moment. Right. And then the other one I would recommend is to really think about sort of what we are absorbing. I think there's a lot of time we we don't think enough about the stuff we're putting on our bodies, our skin, and that has a reaction, right? Oh, yeah. Like you mentioned having that oil. That's part of that sacred ritual practice where I'm smelling something good. All my sensories, senses are active, whether it's something yes. that smells good something that looks good. And to think about creating that space within your home where it's like, that's my little nook. Yep. That's my little point. We do this. Stay for- out. <laughs> Get out. This is my space. Right. We do this for everyone. We do it for fur babies. I do it for my plants. They have their area where they can shine. Do you have literally a corner in your home where you're mm-hmm. like, when I'm here, this is my time. And it's your space. So be unapologetic about what it looks like because it's what you want it to look like. Bree, this, this has been a great conversation. I'm sure we could just, you know, do, do like hours about this, but where can, what's the best way for people to find you if they want to reach out? The best place is to find me on Instagram. So talk with Marie, I'm on every platform. So talk with Marie is the name, whether it's Instagram or YouTube, Mm -hmm. but that's the source. That's the hub where you can find the sacred self-care goddess. I'm always sharing tips in terms Mm -hmm. of what people can do, but also the next thing. So a lot of time 
you don't have to do this by yourself. You have Kat, you have me in terms of like, what, what are those tips, right? And, and really start thinking about what is that one thing. And so for me, my DMs are always open. People can have conversations with me. And there are no stupid questions. Nope. Just ask. That's all you got to do. Just ask. And then, and then you'll, you know, you'll get an answer. Mm -hmm. So sometimes just asking the question is the first step to learning more about you, Mm -hmm. you know? So Marie, it's been such a pleasure having you um, on sisters in service. I'm so glad that you were able to come on and, and give some information that, that helps every woman, regardless of whether veteran or not, if you're a woman, take care of you. Because there's only one of you. That's it. And if you don't do it, no one else is going to. Okay. So Marie, thank you so much. For everyone else, I hope you will stay tuned for our next show. And I will have more information about that. But until time, until next time, please take care of each other and be safe.